third. And we will be all systems go. All right. See, guys, third of May. Third of May, where the hell is this month going to think? Four weeks from now, we're going to be in June, halfway through the year. Uh, just checking in. Again, a big thing for us is how are you? How you doing? What's going on? Because again, I think there is so much change. There's so much sort of uncertainty going on in the world at the moment. There is a, a lot of different things happening it, and there's going to be a lot of noise. There's going to be a lot of running around. We're all going to be busy. We're all going to be excited to get out and do different things. Um, and we don't really get much time, kind of time and space to just sort of be and think. So what I want this to be is just, again, as we're asking those critical reflections, getting you to think differently, getting you to open up, getting you to give yourself that little bit of space and bring awareness more than anything to the, the world that we're currently living in, especially within your own four walls. So again, we released the content pipeline for me. As you can see, guys, this is going to be a huge huge month. I'm very, very excited um, to really take this to the next level um, in terms of the content that we are providing. So Thursday, again, going to be a non-negotiable for everybody, just like all of these trading sessions are. Team, is very simple. If you're missing these, you're missing out. Um, what we just need to look at is equipping yourself for the very, very best future for yourself because you may not be dealing or struggling with certain things or str struggling at the moment, but if you equip yourself with the information moving forward, overwhelm is just caused by lack of understanding and lack of information. So we need to look at how can we equip you guys with that. And again, with this lineup that we have here, uh, we have Maddie coming in speaking about stress, being highly rec uh, recommended. Self-sabotage with Mandy Sinclair. Mandy Sinclair managed to, she taught her weight, topped at 28 stone. And then through her journey, she happened to lose over 100 pounds of body fat, which is about 12, 13, 14, 14, 14 or 15 stone. Um, when you think about it, which is, yeah, monumental, absolutely crazy. So she's going to be speaking about that. Uh, Chloe is going to be coming in and we're going to sort of look at either self-compassion or there is a few other things with regards to psychology of eating. We're going to, me and Chloe are going to go back and forth. And then Sky is going to be coming in and speaking a little bit about correlation versus causation, understanding the psychology behind eating, why diets work and how you can yield some of these things to ensure that you get better results moving forward. Um, Again, member of the month in May, we have this up for challenge. Uh, first place in terms of the rules engagement are below. First key, uh, place where you get, I'll send you 100 pounds. Or again, basically just dinner for two, if that means um, put the kids in childcare or whatever that is. Second place, you get a 50 pound voucher. Third place, you get a 25 pound protein bundle. And there may be some additional prizes um, if the contestants uh, step up. Rules of engagement, as we saw, Engage in the Facebook groups, provide value for the team. Uh, post on social media, make sure you're tagging. Most improved 5K or 10K time. Aiming for a weekly step count of 100,000. Bring some company along to some of the live training sessions. And then as well, just piggybacking off of Chloe's training, we have some share, some non-physical compliments. And um, if you did not watch Chloe's, then we go in first and foremost, make sure you go back and watch Chloe's message on um, Thursday, which was positive body image, which again, was really, really useful. So, 
few housekeeping rules. As you guys would have saw, there's been a lot going on in the Facebook group over the last sort of 24 hours. Um, and what I've basically done is I've just went back through all of the content. We used to have the ClickFunnels uh, website, which again, I feel worked um, for the first two to three weeks when everybody was motivated, motivated and disciplined. And then um, motivation started to drop and the, the ability to follow through on that and follow through probably just got too hard. Um, you got a little bit too lazy, which is totally understandable. It's not smooth. It's not sleek. It's not sexy. Um, so what we've just done is we're going to get rid of the ClickFunnels. Facebook has now introduced guides, which basically is just means that I'm going to just transfer all of the content that we have been working on um, into certain sections. So again, when you come on board, make sure you watch chunk one, chunk two, chunk three. Uh, if there's anything specific, if it's mindset that you're looking to explore, if it's training you're looking to explore, if it's body image, of course, we've been transferring all things over onto podcasts. This episode here will be transferred over to podcasts. Um, so again, that will be uploaded within 24 hours. Just go to the pod podcast section. They are all there. All the client hot seats are there. All the recipe books are there. All the additional resources and planning is all there in the Facebook group. You don't need to go any further. So team, I'm going to be re-going over the start here section and the kickstart section. You will have a video from me going into the Facebook group over these next couple of days. And I highly, highly recommend that you work your way through the kickstart section because that's going to be the new onboarding for new clients coming in. And uh, to save that I spent a little bit of time in terms of planning and preparing that, having brought 14 people into this program. It's been a constant refining process. And I feel like this is the next level in terms of getting clear on what you need to work towards moving forward. So I believe that is everything. Nope, last but not least, we of course have the May recipe book. Again, each month you get new recipes delivered to your inbox. That is again in the Facebook group. As you can see, a bunch of different recipes. The chorizo and egg bake looks absolutely incredible. I think I'm going to try that over the weekend. So have a look at that. Team, it's fair to say that there is no reason that you should not be getting results. No, Again, like... You take responsibility, take a little bit of ownership here, um, lean into this situation as we possibly can, but I'd like to say that we are equipping you with everything that you need. So enough of the housekeeping rules. Let's get stuck into this. I thought I would share a little bit of a story and just having, after having spent some time uh, reflecting and having a bit of a conversation with my own coach, as well as sort of doing some business stuff over the last couple of days, um, there was a really important kind of realization for myself where there wasn't much synergy in terms of who I want to be, who I am in my business some lessons that I've learned, some failures that I've had, and just the transparency that I want to start showing up with. And hopefully you can just learn and take from my shortcomings and my failures so that you take away this lesson and start to act with transparency in your own right. So we speak about sort of um, guilty, like if you feel guilty for eating certain things, if you feel guilty for um, do, missing a workout, if you feel guilty, if there's all these things that you feel that you should do, 
all these things you should carry on carry on you if you had more motivation you know that you would do it but sometimes you just can't really be bothered or like it's too hard or um it's had a rough day at work all these different things and again these things happen but that can create elements of guilt that can create frustration it can also create overwhelm if you've got different things going on so i want to share a little bit about my story about when i actually was guilty and yeah i spent a night in jail funny story so reflecting back, uh, I was in Australia. For some of you guys who may know, I went to Australia um, for just for some travels. That headed over in November, I believe that was 2017. Uh, went traveling for about seven or eight months and then decided to come home for my birthday. So I came home for my birthday and uh, I still had my, my, I was on my dad's car insurance at the time because my plan was to stay through till Christmas. And uh, then I'd head back out and I'd do my second year in Australia just after Christmas. So that'd be January 2019. Do that for a year. That was the plan of attack. So um, when I came back, I was driving around in the car and my mum was in the process of looking to move house as well. She ended up moving house in December, I believe it was like December 15th. And I'd actually went out to Australia, uh, managed to get a flight really, 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 really sudden for a really, really good price and flew out sort of last week in November. So I was only on the car insurance for about eight weeks, just as a sort of guest driver, just because I wanted to go out, see some friends, explore, do a few different things. Long story short, um, fast forward 12 months, mum gets a phone call. After her moving house, the owner of the old house up in Kafkin um, phoned my mum saying, um, is your son available, Matthew? The police are at the door looking for him. And my mum was like, well, we've not lived in that house for like 12 months. Also, Matthew's not been in this country for the last sort of 12 months. What is uh, what is going on? And she's like, I don't know. And uh my mum, long story short, mum phoned up. We kind of have a family friend who's in the police. So we got in contact with her and she managed to find it through the system. So during all this time that's going on, my mum phones me like, um, Matthew, I know you're meant to be home for Christmas. So this is like, this is again, like October of the following year. Like I said, this is nearly 12 months gone. So it was like the first week in October, second week in October, I was scheduled to fly home the 26th of October, my birthday being on the 28th of October. And my mom phones me uh, around about the 15th. Like, Matthew, do you, is there something we don't know about? Why are the police at the door looking for you? I'm like, mom, what are you talking about? I don't like... So a couple of days go by, we find out that um, there's there was a speeding ticket. And because... I hadn't paid my speeding ticket after a month, after three months, after six months, after nine months. After 12 months of any fine of any kind, there is a warrant out for your arrest. So upon my arrival of coming home, we decided to go to the police station and figure out what this was all about. I went with my visa, like I literally went straight from the airport to the police station to settle this. Last thing I wanted to do was like get jacked off in handcuffs. So I was like, look, here's my visa, here's my passport, I'm just home. I'm like, I'm just off the plane like six hours ago, what's going on? And uh, long story short, because it's been in the system and there's a warrant out for the rest, it's an unspent crime, which means I need to go to a court of law and stand in front of a judge. So. On the 26th of October, this is a Thursday, my birthday was the Saturday, the 28th. I go to jail at half past nine at night on a Thursday. 
spend the night in jail, not going to kind of speak too much about that. Uh, woke up, handcuffs, back of the van, handcuffs to the feet, walking, like, the works. Sat in front of the court for, like, seven hours. I got to, like, four o'clock before I started getting seen. And uh, I was speaking, I was like, see if I don't get seen today, I was like, what happens? Like, how long is this going to take? I was like, you need to wait until Monday. So I ended up getting seen, and it was, like, I kid you not, it was, like, half four. The court shuts at five o'clock. I was, like, one of the last ones to be seen. Um, because I'd spent the night in jail, everything had sort of passed over. Now, that whole time, I was so chilled, so relaxed, and my mum was, like, in tears. She was terrified. So the moral of the story is I was guilty, but I didn't feel guilt. I was guilty, but I didn't feel guilt. There is nothing wrong with doing something wrong. For example, failing, missing a workout. The only problem arises when there is a mindset attached to that, or there is, of course, some dire consequences of following that, like we're doing that repeatedly. So what we're really looking to explore and what I really want to explore in me is the process of con talking about values. My values of adventure, my values of exploration, my values of spontaneity and, and difference and change and excitement took me across the world. So when I came home and this was kind of one of the consequences that I had to deal with, I had no problem spending a night in jail. I mean, jet lag kicked me right in the face, so I fell asleep for all of it. So I didn't really kind of think too much, but I was so calm and so chilled and so relaxed. And my mum was of course absolutely petrified because she thought, oh my God, my son's going to spend the night in jail. He's going to have a criminal record for going 34 and a 30. Yep, yep, a night in jail for that. Funny story, eh? So what I wanted you guys to kind of get from this is when you act in line with your values, there is no wrong. There is no finish line. You don't get it wrong. There's steps along the way. There's points along the way. But when you have this, when you have clarity on the type of person you want to become, the direction that you're wanting to head, the values that you want to live by, what do you want to be known for? What type of person do you want to be known for? I wanted in that moment to be known as cool, calm, collected, adventurous, and seeing the humor in it. I was laughing and joking with the people in the police. Like, what happened? We'd tell them the story, and they're like, there's no chance. I'm like, here's, well, I'm here, and handcuffs, making them have a laugh, making them have a wee joke. That was the situation that we were in. So I want to ask you, what are your values? What direction do you want to be heading in? If I was to click my fingers in six months and give you your weight loss results or give you your training results, what do you want to reflect on? And so, you know what? I'm proud I've done that because of that. I'm proud I acted in this way instead of that way. I'm happy that my relationship didn't suffer because of this. So I want to be open. I want to be honest. I want to be transparent with you guys. I want you guys to know that my routines, my fuck-ups, my situations are in this position that you guys have felt the need and this trust to invest in me to help you guys get results. But what I'm seeing is this common trend, that this expectation that we need to get it right. 
that we need to get it right. And then because of that, we either disengage and sort of hide away from ourselves and there's no synergy because you have this expectation that I want you to get it right. And the reality is you need to have just the awareness. It's this constant evolution. So I want to know what was your kind of takeaways from that? As you're kind of reflecting on this, what were you, what was your biggest takeaways from that? And then in just a short second, I'm going to share a clip that was actually shared to me by Anna, who's in here, because I thought this was incredible. So, team, tune into this one. This isn't obviously something that I normally do, but this was just really, really useful. And I want this to just be uh, at the forefront. Listen to this. You've been trying your best to make changes in your life, but you cannot seem to make them stick. I'm a psychologist and I'm about to explain why that might be. Imagine your brain is like a jungle. For every single thing that you do, your brain has to make connections between different areas. Now the habits and routines that you repeat every single day over time have laid down smooth, wide paths that are really easy to access. But some of those paths lead to places that are no good for you. To make a new change, you have to carve out a new path, sometimes even from scratch. So you work really hard hacking away to clear that new path. But here's the thing about the jungle. If you don't do that every single day, it grows back. And any time that you're under stress, your brain will automatically choose the easiest route, which is the old one. So you have to repeat that new behavior as frequently as you can until that pathway becomes well-established and then it's easier to use when you most need it. I'm a psychologist. Follow for more. You've been trying your best. Incredible. I mean, first of all, I love the little disclaimer that she's, I'm a psychologist. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I thought that analogy really hit home. So team, let's start putting this together. Let's, uh, again, I hope pens and papers are going a little bit crazy right now. I hope that you're getting some thoughts, you're getting some ideas to think of. This is what it's about, it's about getting you thinking. So, this was shared to me, I was, uh, again, just listening to a few different kind of podcasts and they're just speaking about the art of fulfillment. Um, this is again basically when you're speaking towards business and you're chasing the wrong things. We all know rich people who are uh, miserable, and we all know poor people who are more than happy. The reality is, if you reflect back, or when I reflect back to three years ago, um, when I came home from Australia and was out for my birthday and had negative ninety-seven pounds in my bank account, was fortunate enough to um, have some sort of savings kind of tipped away and decided to just pull out an extra two hundred and fifty quid for my birthday, and this sort of money you shouldn't touch kind of category, um, but. That was probably the most content and happy, like when I reflect back, it's that's like the most content with regards to as little as I possibly had ever. And it's those moments I reflect back on quite frequently. But there is this statement that money alone only solves money problems. This can kind of be applied to anything. Weight loss alone only solves weight loss problems. Weight loss alone only solves weight loss problems. It's not going to help your confidence. It's not going to help your ambition. It's not going to help your career. It's not going to help your drive. Only you can facilitate that belief, that mindset, 
that intensity in yourself. And the secret is, it's not in the weight loss. The secret is, it's in the process. It's in everything that you do. Because you can save money. You can save money for the next six months, but not go out once with your girlfriend, once with your friends, once with your family. You've solved your money problem. Are you going to be you going to be fulfilled? No. Same here. Moving forward, a lot of you guys in here have had amazing, amazing results. I'm really happy. Don't get me wrong. But moving forward, weight loss alone isn't going to solve those weight loss uh, weight loss problems. Your routines, your actions, your daily disciplines, your mindset, your self talk, your emotion, the volatilities. The, the content that you consume, the conversations that you have, the people that you speak to, the people that you decide not to speak to. Everything is a trade-off. If I go and speak to my dad and listen to him talk about football for 30 minutes, I would have built a better relationship with my dad and happily have done that. But I'll be honest, I couldn't really care about football. But that's kind of the one thing me and my dad kind of speak about. And a few other things, but he's a big football fan. So we watch the old firm. But the reality is that took more out of me than maybe um, than it would have if I went like a walk, like a hike, um, or jumping in Loch Lomond. That's kind of specifically why I went jumping in Loch Lomond on Sunday morning so I could go sit and watch football with my dad. There's that kind of balance <laughs> aspect of it. So, yeah, go jump in Loch Lomond um, at four de- five degrees, I think it was. And then, uh, yeah, go sit and watch the old firm. I don't even know if that was football. That was terrible is what that was. I can see um, I know Andy's on the line here. He's obviously smiling away. Big hun. So moving forward again, thinking that your weight, everything is going to be solved by this one solution, by just pinpointing, because it can be hard to quantify feeling more confident. How do you know that you're ticking that box? How do you know really that you're healthier? How do you know that you're happier? It's a lot easier to put a number on it. Oh, well, I know I felt more energetic or more happy when I was this weight. Therefore, if I lose weight, then I'm happy. It's not the case. You would have been focused and more disciplined and more energetic and probably spending more time with your friends and you were maybe a little bit younger, you were a bit more playful, you didn't really care as much. You weren't, didn't have roles and responsibilities and all these different things. And the reality is you probably had like 30 quid a week on EMA and you were just caught spending that on three pound bottle of Strongbow. Maybe it's just me. So do easy things for a hard life. Do hard things for an easy life. A busy mind and a busy schedule prevents you from achieving great things. Do easy things for a hard life and do hard things for an easy life. A busy mind and a busy schedule prevent you from doing great things. Spending 10 or 15 minutes planning out your week, ensuring that you've got the food plan in order, Making sure you dial in. Making sure that you get your non-negotiables dialed in. 
making sure that you track your food, making sure that you tick the boxes when it comes into your workout. Make sure that you spend that time journaling. Making sure that you uh, make accommodations and have those conversations. Making sure you say no to certain things that don't serve you because everything is a trade. If I pick up this and I spend 15 minutes on this, that's energy in, what am I going to get back from that? Very little. If I phone Just Eat, if I phone Uber Eats, if I phone a takeout, is yeah, very little energy in. How much energy am I going to get back from that? That's a negative energy. It's been very little. It's super easy to just phone, just eat. That's the point. It's called just eat. Don't think, just eat. Easy for a hard life because I get nothing in return. In comparison to spending time cooking and planning and organizing and writing out the meal plan and getting all the ingredients and cooking and chopping, etc., etc., that gives me more energy. That gives me more of a return. But is that delayed gratification that we do not get the chance to focus on? And focus is going to be the biggest thing that will make or break your long-term, your results. Because where focus goes, energy flows. There's this thing called your reticular activating system. We've all been there, we buy a new pair of shoes, we see the pair of shoes everywhere. We buy a new car, we see the car everywhere. Megan, girlfriend, is, uh, she's just driving, and all I can see now is yellow cars or learner plates, because that's exactly what she's going through. Every time on social media, all I'm seeing now is beer gardens, because I'm so excited to go out to beer gardens. Or holidays, I keep seeing the sun, and I'm just like, oh my God, I want that. More and more and more, and that creates volatilities. So where are you spending your focus? Where are you spending your energy? Do you need to dial in the focus? Do you need to mute people on social media? There is trade-offs. You can follow everybody and anybody on social media, but it's your role and your responsibility to take ownership for how that makes you feel, who you follow, how much time you spend on social media. And then the last one for me. Your strengths and your struggles made you the person you are right now. Use them. Double down on your strengths. Identify your weaknesses. Because when we can critically reflect and take a moment and appreciate what those have done for us in a positive manner, that's when things start to change. Everything gets changed when you have the opportunity to create some headspace, some distance from the situation and realize that there's lessons behind everything. That there's opportunity to learn here. Because your strengths and your struggles, they made you. It's time that we start using them to our advantage. Both of them. 
Because I know the reason I'm here, the reason I'm speaking about this is because I had a fantastic body and a horrible relationship. I had a fantastic relationship and a horrible body. I had great friends and no, um, no enjoyment, no fun, no fulfillment. I had a great career and then no friends. <laughs> well, I spent less, I think my friends just thought he's nah, he's just a bit of a dull, he's just a bit of a bore. <laughs> All he does is work out, do biceps and play American football. He's a bit of a uh, one-dimensional douchebag, I now call it. <laughs> it's the reason that we're here. So, what I want us to focus on, and this is where you guys start to come in. Oh, well, before I do that, I'm gonna play this one last video, which again, I think is gonna be really, really powerful. Which is, nope. I don't know if any of you guys have saw this, but this is, I'm gonna just play this and again, I want to know your takeaways here. Last but not least, I wanna thank me. I wanna thank me for believing in me. I wanna thank me for doing all this hard work. I wanna thank me for having no days off. I wanna thank me for, for never quitting. I want to thank me for always being a giver and trying to give more than I receive. I want to thank me for trying to do more right than wrong. I want to thank me for just being me at all times. Snoop Dogg, you a bad I thought if, if anyone could pull that off, it would be Snoop Dogg. So, moving forward. Power questions that I want you to reflect on. You're going to pause this video here if you're watching this on replay. If you're pen and paper right now, I want you to scribble down some notes. If you're out of walk, I want you to just note down a couple things. How can you make each moment more magical? If it's with your partner, if it's with a friend, if it's at a beer garden, if it's out for dinner, if it's sitting in the house, what can you do each moment just to make it that little bit more special? How can you engage that little bit more rather than spending maybe as much time on this little thing? Big one. What do you need to give yourself credit for? What are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? What have you failed at in the past and how is that serving you? How have you equipped yourself moving forward? If you can take the lessons and the failings and everything that you've been through, what do you need to give yourself a bit more credit for? Number three, what activity can you buy back your time with? What is the task that is just draining you? It takes no longer than sort of 15 to 20 minutes, maybe no longer than 30 minutes, but it's just taking everything out of you. Because the reality is you can always earn back money. 
You can't earn back time and energy. There's a lot more to earn back energy. And then, of course, as we head into May, allow our actions to be dictated by our feelings. How do you want to feel come June? Four weeks from today, how do you want to feel reflecting back on June? Four weeks from today, how do you want to reflect back on June? So I'm going to just put on a little bit of music. I'm going to give you 60 seconds to work your way through that just now. How can you make each moment more magical? What are the lessons and failures that you need to give yourself more credit for? What activity can you buy back your time with? How do you want to feel come June? For me, last one to finish is just the accountability. What are some of the outcomes that you want to focus on in May? What do you want to do? How much weight do you want to lose? How many training sessions do you want to focus on? How many nights out do you want to have? How many meals out do you want to have? Get this synergy, get the transparency, get the honesty, bring that to the surface. Because once you set out a plan and you follow through on it and you reward yourself, that is a positive feedback loop. Rather than just going through the motions, rewarding yourself anyway and not valuing it. Share with the team what's working for you really well at the moment. For me, honestly, it's just get to the morning, get to the gym, 6 a.m., 6 a.m. Monday through Friday. Bit of a game changer for myself. Back into that gym, back into that third environment rather than just everything being done in your house. What do you need to do more of or what do you need to do differently in order to succeed? Third question, what do you need to do more of or do differently in order to succeed. Give yourself some credit because you have all of the answers. You know what you should do. If you want to change your results, you've got to change your routines because your routines will dictate your habits. Your habits will dictate your results. And then last but not least is just what are you going to do for fun this week? What have you got planned? What have you got dialed in? For me, it's the explanation of uh, Wednesday night. We have some food booked. Saturday, Sunday, we're looking to again try to get out and about. We have some dinners booked moving forward. We're also looking to try to get a weekend away. But the opportunity to go out for a restaurant 
and enjoy some Spanish tapas. Sounds absolutely incredible to me. I don't know about you guys. So team, 